Spirituality isn't just tarot and sacred geometry and spell work. It's understanding how all of that is meant to help you, how it is helping you to understand life and yourself. And if it becomes a burden, most likely you are pushing too hard. So remember to come up for air so that you're not drowning. Welcome back to Cosmosis or Whatever, the podcast where we talk about all things spiritual, healing, and how everything in the universe is connected. I am Salia, Salia Marie, one, two, four, three. I am your host, your spirit guide, whisperer, energy translator, shadow work slayer, magical mentor, etc., etc. And today's topic is inspired by the many people who I've worked with and even myself at times. I think everyone on a spiritual path can relate and even people who aren't. Hint, hint, we're all on a spiritual path, whether you're aware of it or not. But uh, today we're talking about feeling guilty when you stray away from your spiritual path. Um, Or really kind of just needing to take breaks from anything, right? A lot of us have a lot of guilt. Um, If you are a regular, then you'll know that this is my first time podcasting in months, I'm pretty sure. I had to take a break and I did I feel guilty? Yes. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I did feel really guilty at first, but I had to be reminded by my guides just how necessary breaks are in your spiritual journey or anything else. So I think when a lot of us find ourselves on our spiritual journey, especially, we are excited and maybe we're a little bit scared, but there is so much to learn and unlearn and discover about ourselves and our universe and it can be really overwhelming to say the least Uh, and because of all of our excitement we want to dive in head first right but the pool or the lake or whatever you dove into is so long and huge and it's deep and you know are we following the analogy here right like we don't come up for air And so as souls with a human body, we need to do what? Breathe, right? We have to be able to breathe. But especially if you already have poor boundaries, it's very easy for you to get caught up in holding your breath because all there is to discover in this body of water, and that's what ends up happening, is we drown, right? Analogy, huh? We drown. (laughs) And then when somebody finally you know, we can hoist ourselves up out of the water and somebody gives us CPR and we're safe, but we're exhausted and we're tired. And, you know, chances are we don't even want anything to do with this quote unquote water anymore because look what it's done to us, right? Like, oh my gosh, how could the water has done this to me and blah, blah, blah. And the whole time, The water was just existing, living its life, doing its thing, and we were the ones who didn't have boundaries. Ooh, yep, okay. So we fix it with boundaries, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about how after this. Okay, and back to business. So how to set boundaries when it comes to practicing your spirituality or anything that requires breaks, right? Which is basically everything. Um, The first step, I think, is to acknowledge that you actually need breaks. I think especially when we get on this spiritual path, a lot of us almost 
get in this like superhuman mode. And I think it's easy, right, to learn about how infinite we are as souls and how we've lived all of these different lifetimes and we have this power to manifest and command things to come to us. And I feel like that comes with a lot of power and a lot of, um, you know, privilege, but also a lot of responsibility and feeling like we have to go about doing all of these things, but we need breaks, right? We are not machines. And a huge piece of spirituality that I think gets left out or forgotten, as Stitch would say, is that you are here in a human body and in this life on earth right now for a reason. And that is to experience it. Even if on your path you are meant to spiritually be enlightened and whatever, that still has a lot to do with you recognizing and honoring being human. And being human comes with taking breaks, right? So many people, um, we drive ourselves into the ground, into psychosis, okay? That's another topic we have to talk about. Spiritual psychosis, very closely related to this, right? Not taking breaks, not making sure that you're grounded, um, but we get too deep and too soon and we let our ego take over and we get, you know, drowned, right? Like the pool analogy that I was talking about. Um, and something else that has come up as advice from client readings for people who have been feeling very guilty um, is, you know, learning how to actually integrate the parts of your spirituality into your life in a practical way, Right? Meditation doesn't have to be sitting down saying um all the time, all right? Walking, um, practicing groundedness, like that doesn't have to be this extreme separate thing from life. That is part of our spiritual journey. Learning how to work those things into our routine, that's all part of our spiritual journey. And so looking at that bigger picture And not so much separating our spiritual self from real life because when it's correctly integrated, spirituality and taking breaks are kind of the same thing, right? If you're not looking at spirituality as this big thing that only you experience and, you know, or obviously everybody's spiritual journey is different, but it's like if you're looking at it as something that's supposed to be this big thing it's almost like escapism right we get into like this way of being like oh well that's my spiritual stuff and whatever and i get it it can be hard as somebody who does all this stuff on a day-to-day basis as a profession it can be very difficult to separate um or i guess in a way not separate sometimes too from quote unquote what we would call regular life right i'm using air quotes It's like, you know, you have your spiritual friends and then you have your normal friends. (laughs) And I know you guys could probably relate to that. But spirituality doesn't have to be so polar in that way. When we learn to, like I said earlier, integrate, right, things into it. And we don't just look at spirituality as like the spell works and whatever. Um, Or we do. And we learn that, you know, 
we look at cooking as a spiritual experience. We look at walking as a spiritual experience. We look at brushing our teeth and taking a shower all as parts of our spiritual journey because they are, right? Um, but, you know, the, the part that gets a lot of people is, you know, we get burnt out. And like I said earlier, I don't think it has so much to do with just your spiritual journey per se. I think that just has to do with us not having great boundaries. I say us because been there, (laughs) am there, you know, actively working on it. So I'm going to share an analogy. (coughs) Ooh, not the throat chakra. I'm going to share an analogy with you guys that I got. Some of you guys may have heard it. I shared it on TikTok, I think. Um, I got it while I was on TikTok live. And the spirit guides were basically bringing across... um, a message about needing to make sure that your cup is full, right? It's so easy for us to say, oh, well, you know, I have so many things to do. You know, I have school and I have work and I have to um, make sure that, you know, the house is clean and the laundry is done and, um, you know, organize this and we need this for the house. So I have to have money for that and whatever, you know, and if you have, if you have kids, bless you, okay? Um, you know, you have to take care of whole other living beings and make sure that they're okay and get them to soccer practice and make sure that they're doing well in school and that they're not out here doing things they're not supposed to be doing and whatever. But the message that spirit was bringing across is how important it is to still remember that you have to have your own cup full before you can pour into all of those other areas of your life and they gave this example right the gas in a car so for example if you know you have to run all your errands right and you need a car for that or whatever mode of transportation but that mode of transportation your vehicle your vessel look at that as your body it needs gas and i feel like this was relatable for me because how many of us you know, are running errands and we need to do all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you need gas and you're like, damn, like, I really wish I didn't need gas right now or like whatever. But if you don't go get gas, you literally cannot fuel your vehicle to go do all the other things you need to do. Right. So the same way that you look at having gas in your car as a priority is the same way that you need to look at having energy in your body, rest in your body, you know, that is a priority to be able to propel your vessel, to be able to get you to go where you need to go and go take care of all these other things that you need to take care of. Um, Spirit's bringing up another example, like, okay, if, you know, if somebody else's car battery dies, right? And you're like, oh, well, I'm coming, I'm here, I'm to the rescue, You can't jump another car with a dead battery. You might be able to tell them how to do it or something like that and use one of those, you know, self-machines, but that's getting away from the thing. Um, (laughs) You know, you have to make sure that your cup is full first. So if you need to take breaks, take breaks. Don't feel so guilty. And also learning how to balance learning how to have boundaries so you don't drown yourself, so that you don't burn out in the first place. Avoiding burnout is huge. 
it's very easy uh, to get burnt out in this spiritual experience if you are not super aware of the fact that, again, you're a human, that you have needs. Um, so I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to put that in anybody's ear. And also, I wanted to let anybody who has taken a break from their spirituality, if you haven't been meditating, if you haven't been talking to your spirit guides, I know a lot of the messages that I bring to people is like, hey, uh, you know, you need to be meditating. You need to connect with your spirit guides. And so many people tell me, oh my gosh, I feel so bad, Leah. I'm so, I feel so guilty because, you know, I haven't touched my altar and forever and whatever. And yeah, I feel like, of course, there's routines that we have for a reason, you know, our ancestors, our spirit guides, some of them don't play, right? But at the same time, all of that is still part of your spiritual journey. You forgetting or not having the energy or not being able to meditate every day or pull cards or do spell work or sit at your altar or make time for meditation, that is all still part of your spiritual journey, so I don't want you to think like, oh, I'm a failure or oh, my spirit guides are so mad at me. They might get on you about doing things, but it's not about them not understanding your human experience. Well, some of them, because some of our spirit guides have never been uh, human and they don't understand that portion of it. But if you have spirit guides who have been human in some incarnations, um, they're going to understand that you are here for the human experience that is spirituality still includes the human experience especially in this lifetime because you chose to be here on earth in a human body so don't feel guilty don't feel guilty just learn how to incorporate those things into your practice learn how to incorporate boundaries for yourself learn how to come up for air instead of drowning okay so that is my advice for you all um i hope that that has resonated for you i can't wait to hear uh, your guys's comments and experiences with this kind of thing and i will catch you guys in the next episode bye